and welcome to Bibbs Music Room. I'm your host, Bibbs, and here we're going to talk about music, inspiration, life, and everything in between. Now, here we go in three, two, one. Okay, let's do some introductions. Do you want to introduce yourself and what you play in the band? I'm Ryan. I play drums. I'm Miles. I play guitar and uh, sing. <laughs> and then share a fun fact about yourself. Like we're in uh, middle school. We do this at School of Rock too. Really? Yeah, we have like a new student. <laughs> I uh, used to have a beard two days ago, and now I don't. <laughs> I shaved it all off. I had it since about tenth grade, I think. Oh really? Yeah. So I haven't seen my face and whatever how long that is. We've never years. seen him without a beard, so this is an yeah. experience. And I, when I was in like third grade, I fell. I guess, and I have the scar on my chin. I forgot about it. For oh, so the hair doesn't grow there. No, it it I th- it does grow there. Oh, it I does? just haven't seen it. So I was like, oh fuck, oh, I forgot about yeah, this. I forgot scar. about this scar. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you I, I, I know some. On this? I know sometimes, like if you have like a bad scar. Bad words, good or not? What's up? Can we say bad words? Oh yeah, you, you can cool. curse. Oh, bad words. <laughs> Naughty words. Can we say bad boy words. Bad boy. Can we be bad <laughs> yeah. boys. <laughs> yeah, we we got full freedom of speech on here. Ah, cool. cool. I would just stay away from like anything that would be like controversial. Oh yeah, you know? of course. So don't want to get canceled. We're hoping or to anything. cancel ourselves. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, my name's John, and I play bass and I sing a little bit. And a fun fact: I like basketball and football. Anything Philly, so like go Eagles, go Sixers. Fun. Yeah. Sports. So how'd you guys actually like like meet? Um, do you want me to tell a story? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so one of my first jobs, I worked in a restaurant, and I met Miles. Uh, we were both food runners at like Silver Creek Country Club, and he told me he liked music, and I was like, I like music, and I played drums at the time. I played a little bit of everything, but I was mainly a drummer, and so we were like, we should jam, and so he came over one day, and that was it. Like We just hit it off, and we would just sit and write guitars. I'd play acoustic, he'd play acoustic, and then that's kind of like what formed and then we were looking for a drummer, and then we met him through Instagram, and he was so good, we were like, we have to do this. And so then it just, I don't know, it was kind of like, um, we actually had a drummer before him, and he lived too far away, but mm. it wasn't meant to be anyway, because he kind of liked different type of music than us, and like when we met Ryan, it was like, we didn't even talk about what we were going to do, we just did it. It was one of those where it kind of happened naturally, Yeah, and then that's... That was November of 2018, right? Or 17. Oh my God, so it's almost six years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. Was that your first like band experience, all of you? That was my first band. So like, we were, I was, I'm a little younger than them. Um, when me and John first started, we were in high school. I was like a sophomore and he was a senior. Uh, senior. Yeah. So I was like. 16 when we started jamming so this is my first band they were they've been in other bands so yeah i was a drummer in like at least five bands oh wow this is the first band i ever played bass in i used to do like uh band camps and stuff i never um what was what was the thing you're part of airspace no 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 but weren't you part of school that rock. oh school of rock, rock. Okay. thank you yeah yeah i meant like like band, <laughs> no, band no no no. i know you're in airspace <laughs> sorry uh yeah yeah so i was never in school of rock but i was in like the other ones like song Valley music had one in hellertown okay okay and then i was part of um what's the other one i don't know i was part of a bunch of those the types lesson of center. the lesson center i was part yeah. of that thank you and i played bass and drums depending on what they needed but I never actually played bass in a band. It was always drums. Drums was my first love. And then I 
just went for it. And I was like, I wanted to sing. I always wanted to sing in a band. And it's kind of impossible as a drummer. You can do it, but, like, you know. I, I feel like, so, yeah, sometimes, like, if you're focusing too much on one, it'll, like, pull from the other one too much. Yeah, and it's the mic. I, you look goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Yeah. You just look goofy. But, um, so anyway, I'm more of a songwriter. And so it was, like, it te- it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Because I met him, and he was better at drums than me. And that was his main focus. And at that point, I was kind of, like, more so playing guitar. And so it just worked out. It was, like, perfect. It was, like, he's only a guitar player and singer and he's only a drummer and then I float around and it was like obviously I'm meant to play bass mm-hmm. and then you know here we are so and then I started my first band when I was in like fifth grade we were called the Green Vipers no way yeah and I think we did a a Van Halen cover what song uh, oh oh really got me really got me now which is a Kinks cover right yeah, it's just yeah. a Kinks cover, right? But yeah, I think yeah. we just played the song like on the stereo, and I just played drums along to it. How were you in a band then? <laughs> you were a band. Very <laughs> yeah. yeah. My Very first, my first band was like ninth grade. I was in a band called the Pitchback, and it was just me and Matt Nichols. <laughs> it was just him playing guitar and me playing drums. Well, no, I had friends that played like guitar and bass, but we kind of just, I think we just played around like. We didn't know what we were doing in fifth grade. Yeah, of course. But then yeah. I've been in and out. I don't know what I'm doing now. Like <laughs> 10 or 15 other bands until I met them. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing this a really long time. Yeah. What are like the genres that you've gone through with like the different bands? Have they been like consistent genres? Have you been like exploring stuff? I was in one band that was like, they just covered like Leonard Skinner and the Black Keys and I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I, I'm not a rock and roll guy. Like I'm not a classic rock guy. Like you could put it on. And I don't have a problem with it, but I don't like playing that stuff. It's like, I just feel corny. I don't know. So if, like, you're in a band, they're like, let's play Freebird. I would kill myself. I I can't do it. Sorry. I can't. I can't. I just can't stand, like, my biggest pet peeve. Because the older I get, I try to be less opinionated. Because music's supposed to be this fun, inviting thing. And you're not supposed to gatekeep. And I really believe Mm -hmm. that. But the older I get, the more I can't stand, like, people just recreating music that's already been done. Like, when you hear, like, Greta Van Fleet, great band, talented, but they literally sound like Led Zeppelin. You can't not hear it. And they have good songs. Like, I'm not going to deny it, but it's just, like, can't we just make something new? Like, I appreciate, like, Post Malone and, like, these other artists that are, like, at least bringing something new. Whether you like it or not, he's bringing, like, more guitar-based samples and, like, singing, but then he's, like, combining it with, like, rap and, like... He's almost like kind of country sometimes, almost. Like, it's like weird, but it's like, that's cool. He's taken two or three genres that have never been mixed together and he's putting them together. And it's like, I respect that. Billie Eilish, I don't even listen to her, but like, she sounds so different than anything I've ever heard. And it's like, that's cool as fuck. But I can't stand the people that are just living in the past doing that. So that was my big pet peeve is covering classic rock. I was like, we are just one of like, 20 million people who have already done this mm-hmm. like i don't i i want to make music that no one's ever heard that's like my goal with music so then what genre is fika indie alternative and we sound like 20 different bands in one and i don't know i feel like it comes from a real place and maybe someone else from the outside could say oh you do sound like this band and maybe mm-hmm. i'm eating my words on that but personally i feel like no one sounds like us and i feel like when you kind of have like your own energy like no one can match that and mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, I feel like that's what we have. I think we cover a lot of ground, too. We talked about that, how, like, we can get really soft and, like, write these, like, sad songs. And then we can get somewhere in the middle, you know, where it's just, like, this is indie alternative rock. And mm-hmm. then we can write, like, heavy punk songs, too. 
So we cover a lot of ground. ground, Yeah. So now the name, where does food truck come from? So we were trying to think of like at the time, uh, like when we first started the band, like a lot of stuff we agreed on, like uh, like taste wise, was like Weezer and like Nirvana and stuff like that. And we kind of liked the idea of having like a, a name that like wasn't too serious, like kind of a dumb name like Weezer, and uh, we were thinking of different names, and we thought of Big Truck, and then I joked around, and I was like, what about Food Truck? Like, like you know, Food Truck. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of, we just liked it, and just decided to use that. It's not yeah, even like... The name was taken, too, whatever, it was Big Truck or Red Truck. Yeah. It was, that was the problem. I think we agreed. We're like, we like this name, and then it was taken. Like, we found out Spotify or something. I think it was like- Big Truck. I feel like Big yeah, Truck and Red Truck, they're too country. Like, that's that's a country Yeah, band. Well, it, yeah, yeah, it definitely truck, worked out. Yeah. Definitely worked out for this. Yeah. But, yeah, then he was joking around, like, oh, we can't do Red Truck or Big Truck, whatever it was. He was like, why don't we just do the next best thing, Food Truck? And me and him, like, we lit up. We were like, that's a good idea. Like, that's funny. Because people won't forget that name. And he was a little bit, like, cold feet. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, kinda, I kind of said it was know. a joke, and then I was like, actually, I don't know. He didn't want to have a name that was, like, a joke, because he's mm-hmm. he's very, you know, I feel like sometimes you're real serious about your music, which yeah. is fair. And, um, he, the more he thought about it, he's like, you know what, like, that is a good idea. And then, like, yeah, it's the best band name. Well, I feel like it kind of reflects like, us, too, because I feel like we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has it caused any issues? <laughs> with booking? Definitely. People yeah. always think we're a food truck. <sighs> yeah, like, it has. When I played with you guys, especially. When I played with you guys, what was it, the Rose Garden, like, a year ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, like, before I, like, knew who you guys were, really. Mm-hmm. So I just saw the show, and, like, it was, like, my band Airspace, and it was, like, with Food Truck or whatever, like, whatever, like, the thing yeah. was. And I didn't realize that, like, that was the band name. I was like, oh, there's gonna be food trucks here. <laughs> and I showed up, and there was, like, one food truck, and I'm like, oh, it's literally, like, one food truck. And then you're like, oh, we are food truck. I'm like, oh, it's uh, the band. Hey, yeah. <laughs> People always have yeah, the same joke, but they're like, I thought what are you guys serving? Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we just yeah. go, ah. I like when people are like, what's on the menu tonight? Like, like what songs are we playing tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, so I like used to work at a car wash, and he still works there. And that's like a big thing there is like they always have like a lot of old people come through, and they're like, I should probably roll up the window. Like, they say stuff <laughs> yeah. like that, like before they go in. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like that where like the first couple times you hear it, like, haha. But when you hear it every single day, because we've been a band for five years, we hear that joke every time, and after a while, he's like, ha ha, but you're like, it gets so old, you know? <laughs> but obviously, to them, it's funny, because it's the first thing they thought, but mm-hmm. we've heard it yeah. a million yeah. times. <laughs> like, no exaggeration. We just look at each other. Yeah, we look at each other, and just like, ah, you know? So. Where'd the name Airspace come from? Honestly, I, I joined the band kind of late. Like, Airspace has been a thing since, like... Uh, we have, we played with them back in the day. 2018, probably, 2018 right? Yeah, I think they've been around since, like... Our first show was with them, I think. It was, like, 2016 or something like that. 2017, maybe. I think... But I, I, I've i only... Yeah, Chris talked about it uh, a while ago. Mm-hmm. We were on a, a podcast on um, uh, Montco... Mon- no, he talked about it on our podcast. Oh, on our podcast, yeah. I know we also talked about it on uh, the Montco Radio. Or Montco Radio. Like a college radio, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I jo- I joined the band a little late, so I don't know all the information that he does. But I think the band like Airspace officially started like 2016, 2017. I know it was originally like another band, but um, really? yeah, I joined like uh, was like a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah, they've like gone that. through a couple. Of, I remember 
the they've had like three four, or four drummers. Yeah. drummers. Yeah. But do you know the info on the name from Chris? Yeah, what does that mean? I think Airspace. when he was on here and he was talking about like uh, I don't know exactly what he said. Something poetic about like airspace. It sounds like another word for fart. <laughs> airspace <laughs> I was thinking about farts too <laughs> yeah dude Chris is sick he's sick in the head he ripped whoa oh I thought he was a good guitarist <laughs> no, he no he's sick in the head <laughs> well I'm saying if that's what airspace means but anyway no, no obviously no, 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 no. something about like going I don't know dude I hate that that's music. both where our minds what went to I, hate I don't remember the exact wording but it well, was just have to something ask poetic yeah you know, well, something no he's obviously amazing at guitar but that, I I do want to know the name. Like I I, know, I never even thought about it. You're right. Like what is it? It's like, a good I'm name. I'm sure. Like I'm that. sure there's some there's some reason behind it. Like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> him jumping on stage. He always does that little jump. Oh yeah, that's like a signature thing. Like I'll, have you seen like the the, the, lo- like the, the logo? logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. That, that's like his whole like signature thing. Is like that that jump. Yeah. And I I actually uh jumping, jumping. I got like a, a sticker of it and put it on my kick drum. Oh, now they have like, like a logo on the kick drum for it. That's pretty sick. I like when he does that little run on stage. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that's that shows you usually like an end of the song thing, like when a song is like picking up, whole like like an in place run. Oh, that's pretty sick. The in place run. Okay. Mm-hmm. So over the five years, how has the genre, your music evolved? That's a great question. More, we got more mature for sure. I feel like at first we were really scattered. Because we all like different types of music. We bond over some music, but we mainly kind of all have our own cliques of music. And I feel like our first couple of releases, like one song would be like super punk, and then one song would be like my song, and it'd be like super sad and like alternative, I guess. And then we'd have like another song that was like, I don't know, something else. So I feel like now you listen to our EP or whatever we release, and it's like one cohesive sound. I feel like our. Um I feel like, especially for me, like my vocals have like changed a lot. Like when we first started, I think I would yell a lot more, and because I, I was kind of chasing after like I was really into a lot of punk music in high school, and I was trying to do that. But then I think I discovered like I like a lot of more like singer songwriter stuff too, and like you know writing melodies and stuff like that. So I guess I've been taking more of that approach. I feel like as of as of lately, I got better at bass. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. And I, I think we, when we initially started, we bonded over like Weezer and Nirvana. So we were really like '90s alternative kind of sounding, a little simple, yeah. and then we kind of got more like yeah. indie and like more modern, I guess. Kind of indie sound. Yeah. I think we got more complex because we got better. Yeah. At like, I feel like me and Miles got better at Definitely. our instruments, and then I feel like we got better as a unit. Like me and Ryan got better as like that bass, like drum connection. You we're know, because we've been yeah, we're, we're synced up. We've been playing together for so long. Like me and him, it wasn't hard for us to get um, synced up. Because we were writing the songs together. Like, most of the songs we write together, sitting down, playing guitar, just acoustic one-on-one, mm-hmm. you know? But then, like, I think because we've been playing bass and drums so long together, now we, like, you kind of know where I'm going to be. I know where you're going to be. We can read each other's minds a little bit. It is weird sometimes. We, like, predict. We'll be jamming yeah. something, and then, like, I almost know, like, his... Um, Instincts, like we know each other's tendencies now, and I think that's what it is. Yeah, and then Miles is always like over in the corner doing his own thing, <laughs> while me and John are just we're making legendary music, <laughs> locking it in, and that guy's just in the corner drooling. <laughs> <laughs> What's your songwriting process like, like lyric wise? 
I guess it kind of depends. Breakups like every other band, you know. Definitely breakups. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna go too into that, but definitely breakups. Like I guess um, our process is normally like, normally me or John will write a song or a riff or an idea, and then we kind of all come together and like, um, like I guess embellish the idea more, like come up with, like drums and whatever, and just try to piece it all together. Yeah, I think normally for, if we were just writing like a new album right now. I think normally um, I'll write like a whole song and bring it to them and then they'll kind of like tell me what they don't like and then we might change some of that but we'll keep most of the song and the same thing with him he might just bring a song and then most of the song is written and then we help him kind of finish that and we find our own little parts but sometimes we'll just like have one thing we'll have like one riff or one chorus like I feel like I'm really good at hooks so like sometimes I'll like write a really good chorus but I won't know like where to go with it after that and he's really good at verses and like kind of like we're like the peanut butter jelly like i feel like sometimes i'll write half a song and then you'll be able to finish it and vice versa so it's like i feel like it works really well because mm-hmm. we we both kind of split that duty sometimes so and ryan helps too yeah i do <laughs> obviously i write all the drum parts um yeah but then i also do um contribute to like um lyrics i've been trying to do that more um, sometimes I even come up with ideas for songs too, um, like lyric ideas. Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually I'll, I can't play bass or guitar, so it's hard for me to say what I want them to do or not to do. Mm-hmm. But I'll usually I'll just go, you should go ding 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 or like. <laughs> You're good at melodies. Sometimes yeah. he'll figure out a melody. He'll like hum something and be like, "Can you figure this out?" Or like, "I think we should do." So yeah, like I I know like I know like what I want. I just sometimes have a hard time explaining it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's cool. We all we all like have a role for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about your roles when it comes to like booking gigs and doing social media and all of those other aspects that come with having a band? Definitely, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan is the king of oh, social right. media. You're the manager. I'm the PR guy. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's like the social media guy, and then I kind of do some of, like the content, like some of the flyers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He's or, our IT guy. I guess I'm more the IT guy. <laughs> like I'll make. Like uh, flyers or whatever, and then I'll give them to him, and he'll like post them. That's kind of like how we've what we've been doing like recently. And he makes mm-hmm. like video edits and stuff. Sweet. Yeah. And about like finding gigs and stuff, how do you guys go about that? Or do they find you? A little bit of both, right? Probably yeah. Both. We get offered some gigs, and other gigs like we'll reach out to places and ask if we can play there. Mm-hmm. Um, now we kind of have like a few different spots where we've already played, so we can like you know book there again kind of thing like we have relationships with different uh Mm -hmm. places so that's something we probably should do more we were just talking about that is reaching out to like places like new places yeah because we we played too many the same places we don't have any connections really out there or like maybe like one yeah what happens is sometimes you know there's bands like that that'll just get stuck in a loop where they play the same bars or whatever and it's cool but if like you're trying to like get your name out there like mm-hmm. you have to play philly in new york yeah and like you know like i know airspace plays philly a lot and yeah. it's like that's that's good you know it, like where we started out with playing philly is um a lot of like college dorm parties because mm-hmm. like um it's really funny like philly the philly music scene it's it's so big yeah but a lot of it is like just college students that are going for some form of art and just like throw together like a little like jam band mm-hmm. and just do it for fun. So it's like they're not like the bands that play there. Like I wouldn't say they're not bad, but you could tell it's like not like a serious thing. Yeah. So then just like they're just having fun at like a college party. 
Mm-hmm. And then when you get like like a more serious band to come in, it's it's really fun because it, since it's like a fun party, they'll draw in like a really large crowd. Yeah. So it's a really good way to get like people to like watch you or like kind of like acknowledge that like, yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, and we've stuff. played Philly, so we've had this like similar experiences. Yeah. We love house shows. We are one. That's like our our. That's why we used to have like a slogan like basement. Basement boys, boys making, making basement, basement noises. Noise. <laughs> yeah. Basement boys making basement noise. And uh, one of my favorite shows, we played Lehigh. And then this is like a quick thing, but like the thing that made us fall in love with the basement shows and kind of start our own basement venue thing was because when we first started out, we used to play a lot of Lehigh shows and it was the same thing. We would just play like dorms, but like off-campus dorm type mm-hmm. stuff. And it was just like dirty basements and like just random people packing in and it getting like hot and sweaty. But it was like intimate, but like in a good way. Like it was like fun. Like you might not know everyone, but everybody's having fun. Everybody's dancing. It's like yeah, that's crazy. like every single like Philly like college show. Yeah, actually, my first ever show with Airspace when I first joined, it was probably one of the best shows I've ever played like mm-hmm. in my life. Like, um, it wasn't in a basement. It was out in like the backyard area. So it was like a fenced-in area. I. Couldn't even tell you how many people there was because the entire yard filled. It was like shoulder to shoulder people, like from like a foot out from like the microphone to like the inside of the house. Entire house was filled. Like it was like the entire like crowd was like a mosh pit, basically. Yeah, everybody's into it. And then like the coolest thing was like in the middle of our set, like it was like an apartment area. So like there's like all these buildings connected. And the neighbors heard that there was music going on, so they're opening their windows and hanging out of the windows, like, above us. And that was the coolest thing. It was, like... Everybody was into it. What was that spot? It was... uh, It was called Groovier Street. (laughs) That was our best show, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We played inside, but, yeah, that was... We played in the kitchen. Our best basement, Philly, whatever. They they had a great thing going for them there, yeah. Yeah. Actually, after that gig... um, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, our our whole thing when we're playing is, like, just be loud. Like, we want everybody to be able to hear us. So, since we did that and it was outside, we actually got, like, them not shut down, but, like, the cops had to come and they're like, you gotta, like, keep it, like, below, like, this certain level. And we didn't, like, realize that we were doing that. We're just, like, our thing is playing loud, so we're just gonna play, like, as loud as we can. But, um, it was, it was such a fun show, though. Yeah, we had a similar experience, so it's, like, yeah, it's top two or top three shows for us. Yeah. Probably top Great three, spot, for sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been to a few of your, like, Philly college party shows. Yeah, there's a Halloween show. That was a fun yeah, one. Yeah, and then I've been to a few of your local ones, like, at the Flying V and stuff like that. I definitely think your music, I don't know about yours, but it's, like, it's kind of awkward when it's just, like, in a room and you're just listening to it, you know, and you're not moving. Like, at the Flying V, it was kind of just, like, sitting. There was a lot of listening. people, but, like, there, yeah, there was a lot of people sitting. Even with, like, uh, at Young Ones, it's just, like, listening to the music, you know? And I think, like, with your music, it's definitely, like, it's kind of, it's kind of awkward to, like, be in a... I feel like you have to move more. That's, yeah. our, <laughs> that's yeah. our music, too. We we're, yeah. we're not yeah. too different from Airspace's right. sound. We're just yeah. more indie, but yeah. we're the same. Yeah. We're a three-piece as well. And I'm sure, like, it's probably the same way of just, like, playing it. Like, the reciprocation you get from the crowd, you know, it probably feels a bit better. Hype, yeah, hypes you, you up. A, yeah, yeah. The crowd move in. Like, it definitely goes both ways. Like, when you're performing, like, if you're, like, performing 100%, sometimes it'll, like, boost the crowd engagement. And if the crowd's getting more engaged, that'll also, like, make you, like, perform you better. feed off each other, yeah. Yeah. But are you guys a three-piece or a four-piece? Uh, we're a three-piece. We... Because that we, guy we, we replaced Brady, and then Brady came back, right? Yeah, so... 
the whole thing with Brady, like he had like some health issues that he had to take care of and then he had to leave to like um recover and stuff. So he had somebody fill in for him for a while and then when he came back we were temporarily four piece and then eventually went back to a three piece. And so is Brady still in? Yeah, Brady's okay. Brady's like like back in like fully. He's like cool. Sweet. Like pretty much back hundred percent like to where we were before. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We like Brady. We do. I work with his brother. Oh really? Me. Yeah. Oh. Is he the one that's in uh, Eastern Fault or no? No, that's no. Noah. Okay. Anthony's a carpenter. I'm a plumber. So we just work for the same. Okay, because I, I know Brady has like eight brothers. I, he, they have very <laughs> big, very big family. Yeah. So From what I understand, it's like some are half brothers or sisters, yeah. but it is as like a family. Like if the you're Marucci. counting the numbers, it's pretty. Marucci di Pippa. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love those guys. All yeah. the Marucci di Pippas. They're, they are yeah. very cool. They're... Everything is big about that family. The whole family is like eight. Eight brothers. Yep. And then there's like the long la- double last name. Yeah. <laughs> Just they, they don't play games. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Italian thing. I guess so. Yeah, but mine a, has massive, like my family. Yeah, you got a massive family. You have a big yeah. family. Cute. Like uh, we just had a family reunion and in Massachusetts like a few weekends ago. There was like a hundred people. Yeah. And we it, didn't know it half It happens of them. every like eight years we have like a huge family reunion and he got to come along this time the first one i met everybody yeah and met like a hundred different people that's exhausting but now it's like now it's like my cousin's children are having children it's like i can't i don't know their names like yeah. half of the people i'm like i'm, I'm in gonna. the same boat yeah it, it was rough when i met them because like um <laughs> like like me, obviously, like not knowing them, I'm like, "Who is that?" And she's like, "I got no clue either." <laughs> <laughs> Just smile and say hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. So, have you guys like um, you say with a lot of, like a lot of the music that you're writing, like for the most part, like you click like really well for the most part. Is there any stuff that you write and you're like, "I'll save that for like a different thing," like any side projects or anything like that? Yeah. Or just like a solo project type of thing. Me and Miles do solo music just under our names, and anything I think released? sometimes. Yeah, we release stuff like he has. He has an album out. I have a couple EPs out, and um, sometimes like my stuff's too soft or just like I don't know, just too me, I guess. <laughs> like like just I even bring it to them, and I'm like, you're not gonna like this, you know? I already know. So it's like more singer songwriter stuff, and same with him, I'd say. Right? Yeah, like I put out an EP probably like a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, it's just like a five song EP, but I just, there are some ideas that I wanted to try that I didn't, I felt like they didn't fit this like band. You know, I think they could have, but I just think like I wanted, sometimes it's like you write this whole song and you don't want to, you get real attached to it and you don't want to change anything. Yeah. So you're like, I just want to do this, this thing on my own, mm-hmm. you know, and there's songs with the band that it's like, I want, you know, I want them to change stuff and I want them to contribute because yeah. sometimes it makes it a better song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in that boat too. I used mm-hmm. to make like electronic like beats and like I don't know what you would call it like avant-garde electronic music. experimental yeah experimental stuff yeah just Mungo. for fun it's he called had, Mungo he had one hit song yeah I tell, did tell him about that yeah so I, the, it was like one of the first songs I wrote it was like a, a hit you can't see my air quotes but um it had like it got like 70,000 70, yeah. plays on Spotify. Wow. So that's pretty sick. Yeah. Most we have is like five yeah, or five six. <laughs> Do you make money off of that then? You made some money. Uh, I made Not some. I yeah. made like 300 bucks. 
that's pretty good. Yeah, I know, but right. seventy thousand streams. 000 streams we, yeah. no, and it was on streams. Yeah, whole world, yeah. So. It's just it's messed up because it's like if you ever break down the percentage, it's like point oh one. I think it's yeah. zero zero two cents a stream. Or something. Or it's like that's yeah. such yeah. bullshit. But. Yeah, there there was something that was so stupid that happened with with our music um <clears throat> with um our one song um, Monaco. Mm-hmm. It has like twenty thousand streams. That's your that's your biggest song. Right? That, that's our our biggest song. Mm-hmm. It's like like um, for our like album tour that we had like after the album came out, like right after I joined. That's kind of like shortly after the album came out. Um, yeah, that song like shot up, hit twenty thousand because like they just like uh, we just sent our music everywhere, and then like we put it on a bunch of like um, playlists and stuff. And I guess somebody picked it up and put it on like a bot playlist or so they have like bot listens that just like listen to it and then uh, Spotify caught that and it's like we're not, we're not going to give you any money for that now oh is to punish you even that's not your yeah, fault yeah because there's a bunch of streams coming in from that like one playlist or two playlists that have like bot streaming and they're and like you had like, nothing to do with that and they yeah we had not we didn't send it to them somebody just randomly put it in and they're like we're just going to cut all the streams uh, for that dude, entire we should song. start doing that to sabotage people <laughs> start putting them on bot playlists <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's, good. that's a good that's idea. A good but, um, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah like, like, it that's was, up. it was, that's yeah, nuts. it was really messed up because like we had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And so, now you can like, never capitalize off that song. I don't or know. If, just I, now? I don't know if it's like they just like shut off like all capitalization, but it's like they shut off like all I mean, of like yeah. the capitalization for like like that moment for that number. Of yeah. yeah. Okay. So like they kind of yeah. like basically took all that money and just kept it. And they're like, you're not getting this because like we. They didn't have any proof. They're like, we think you're using bots because they're on like these playlists that are like known to have like bots, and we're like, we didn't have anything. I to didn't do with even that. know there were bots. Yeah, that's messed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. So you guys have been doing this for like five years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. Um, so how much of your life is food truck now, and like, how do you balance being in a band, living life, hard. other endeavors? We live together, so it's like okay. it kind of seeps into all facets of life. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd say a good, like, 30%, maybe. Like, one-third of our life is food truck probably. I don't know. I don't, that's my percentage, but... Yeah, I was saying more. You say 50? <laughs> 100? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's 80? like I started a career in plumbing, and I feel like I'm into a lot of things. And I, re- I really, really do love music, and I really love these guys. So it's like, I'd say... I said I'm at 30% minimum. I don't know. I guess I gotta I gotta draw it all out for you, but um, I would say one third of my life is food truck, and I mean that. So I feel like thirty three percent is pretty. That's a lot. It's still a lot, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think, Miles? I feel like probably at least half. I think. Damn. I guess I'm the we, asshole. <laughs> I feel like we live together. You know, we spend together, a lot of time man. together. Okay, you know, I changed my number all, fifty. Like, Pick it up. I practice guitar a lot, which is like you know mm-hmm. for. It's for myself, but also, like, because I want to be better for the band, too, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I consider that part of it. Um, we practice probably, like, twice, twice a, week, a week, two or, like, sometimes... Twice a week, yeah. Yeah, normally twice a week. Sometimes we'll practice on songs, like, individually, yeah. like, me and him, you know? He works till seven or sometimes eight, and so, like, we, me and him work earlier, so sometimes it's, like, he's not really available till mm-hmm. like, later, and then usually he works long shifts, so he comes home, he doesn't really, you know... Yeah. Not his fault, but so sometimes I'll have an idea or he'll have an idea, and then we'll just kind of work on something. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like we practice two times full band minimum, 
and then we usually have like one show a week sometimes, right? How many shows do you? It's slowed down recently. Well, yeah, we've intentionally been slowing down to give ourselves a break. We'll get into that later, but okay, but um, yeah. But yeah, it takes, it takes up a lot of, like, my mental capacity, too. I spend a lot of time just thinking of, like, ideas and, like, researching. Like, like I do a lot of research about, like, how to, like, get our name out there and, like, mm-hmm. how to um, promote yourself. So a lot of uh, mental capacity, for sure. Mm-hmm. And what have you found is, like, the best way to promote yourself? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. You ready? <laughs> oh. oh, TikTok? TikTok. That's what I've been saying. I've been telling him, you've got to get on TikTok. Like, because I've seen so That's many people. That's the Chinese government. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm so I'm many kidding. artists I listen to, like Jack Kays, uh, Noah Khan blew up on TikTok. It's like a few songs. We're not cool mm-hmm. enough. They're going to see well, how most ugly of our interaction is on Instagram, though. <laughs> it's like we get. Yeah, but it, it's we don't TikTok. Have- yeah. It's definitely TikTok. I just I'm not saying, I just I'm not saying don't like support. TikTok. I'm just saying I feel like yeah. it's like yeah. Miss My Generation. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But what kind of content do you think uh, is the best? Like that for That's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. Really? Well, we one kind of blow up the um Oh, who's the bass player? Who's the bass player? We should yeah, show who's them the that video. Player, who's the drummer? Oh, dude, they the ripped on us. They ripped on us. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing I always play with a pick. I can play with my fingers, but for our style and the way I write, I love playing with a pick. Mm-hmm. But people are always like, you know how people gatekeep yeah. like certain things. Like same Here's. thing with drums, and they were like, "Oh, like none of them are bass players because they're using a guitar <laughs> pick." I was like, "What?" I, I think f- it just changes the genre, like how you play, like your preference, basically. It changes the sound. Like if you have a pedal, like I have a whole setup. I'm really into that stuff, and like literally the way I have my pedal setup is based on me strumming and like hitting the strings with a pick if i play mm-hmm. with a finger it changes the way my bass sounds yeah and if i was to continue to play like a whole set with my fingers i probably have to adjust the compressor and adjust the preamp and like do different stuff because the pick is is just creating a different sound you know yeah so if you uh if anybody ever judges you off of uh, playing with a pick me personally, I would be like, "That's what Lummy from Motorhead did," and he, yeah, he's he's, he's like, like he's like the rock star bass player. He is, yeah, he's pretty interesting. He actually turns off all his highs and all his lows, and then it's cranks all mids. his mids. It's all mids. I watched a whole video on just like his gear and like how he kind of was, and that's how he was. He just loved Rickenbackers and he loved mids. He he played Marshall amps too, which is rare. Marshall's more known for guitar amps. Mm-hmm. Usually, bass players, especially around that time, played ampegs. So yeah. he was really into Marshall. He had his own custom Marshall amp too, stack. It's so he's so cool. Like you just can't you can't not like that guy, you know. Yeah, I visited um the place in California that he always played at like after like Motorhead was kinda like chilling out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Is it the whiskey? Yeah. The whiskey is is it is it the whiskey? No, not the whiskey go go. But he's it's a there's like the, the rainbow room. room, the rainbow room, oh, and it has yeah, like yeah. a bunch of his shit there too. Yeah, right? he, yeah, he has like a it's like a bronze statue of him. Yep, yeah, I've I've seen that, but I've I've never been to California, but I know about that. That's pretty cool. His, his whole story, it's so, he's like a true rock star. Yeah, like um, his whole thing with like, obviously like it was Motorhead. So like he made a boatload of money from playing with Motorhead for like all his life. And it's like crazy. Like, like when he died, he had like no money left. He's like, I'm gonna spend every last penny before I die, because yeah. he just wanted to like live his life. Well, he he was obsessed with history too. If you ever yeah, know. he had like Nazi memorabilia on his wall. Really? And like, yeah. But he had like all types of history, 
Yeah. And that was like a weird one, but like he would like collect the good guys and the bad guys stuff. Yeah. Like he had just his whole place was decked out. And yeah, he really was like an alcoholic. He would drink Jack Daniels like all the time. Apparently he would wake up and that's like the first thing he would drink. Yeah. Like Kesha. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> wrote that song that? about yeah. him. Song. Oh. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Oh. I'm about to hit this. <laughs> you know what's really funny? In elementary school, I'm a dancer, and uh, every year I would like do the talent show, and I would choreograph my own dance and everything. And one year I was like, I'm gonna do TikTok, and this is me in like second grade, and my and I'm like showed the song to my mom, and my mom's like, you're not going on stage and dancing to that song in front of like your whole school. <laughs> That's awesome. You didn't do it. No, I had to pick like a Hannah Montana song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Played it safe. Yeah. <laughs> Before Wrecking Ball. Oh, I think that was her best. No, it era. is good, but I'm just saying, like, like you're going for like inappropriate. Like, I mean, I guess the video, the words aren't that bad. Yeah. But you know, yeah. like your mom's like, don't do that. Like, that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, Wrecking Ball was like, she was like naked that's <laughs> in the true. video. Yeah. So if if I was a parent, my kid was like. <laughs> Like, I want to do this song. It's like an inappropriate song. I'm like, let me give you this one that's like even more intense. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd up the ante. Yeah. Yeah, do this one. Okay. I'm, I'm very much like, for the most part, like, I want to like allow people to experiment with, experiment with like what they want. For the most part. It's like the opposite like, like, viewpoint okay. of most parents, but it is true. I mean, a lot of people. Like, parents, to a point. Yeah, of, of course. Not like, you know, you're giving your kid drugs or something. Yeah. But like, parents, yeah. there's always people you'll see, like, someone who maybe went to Catholic school their whole life mm-hmm. and their parents didn't let them drink, didn't let them get tattoos. And as soon as they leave their parents' house, they're like low, like covered in tattoos. Yeah. And then maybe they have like a substance problem and maybe. Yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, you're your own person. But definitely, like, having a strict parent sometimes backfires. Yeah. So I could see having a parent that's more like, hey, you want to yeah. get into that? I, that doesn't bother me, you know? Like, but also, you also want to, like, stand on the same side where it's, like, you don't want to just, like, not care. Yeah, and we'll do it they, in a caring way. Yeah, like, hey, I, yeah. whatever you do, it makes you happy, it makes me happy. But yeah. obviously, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to. There's, there's some, uh, you know, limits to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People want what they can't have. So if your that's parent's true. telling you you can't do this, you're gonna want to do it. Yeah, you yeah. can't have a face tat, and then all of a sudden you just you want a face tat. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like they like graduate high school, and it's like neck tattoo. Yeah, like, get like like um forehead tattoo, like stuff like that. Like I've seen, there's so many people I've seen that are like that. Like in high school, not not in high school, oh, okay. but like, <laughs> yeah, like like just people that are like blowing up anywhere. It's like uh like the Island Boys. Ah, uh, yeah. Like like those. Did you see them kissing? Yeah, they're like <laughs> man. Out. That that is. Are they brothers? Yeah, they're, they're, they're twins. Are, they're twins. Oh, no. They did it for clout. It worked. They have an OnlyFans. They, they have they have an OnlyFans. They literally made an OnlyFans where it's like them kissing and stuff. Oh, is that legal? I don't oh, think yeah. so. Aren't there rules to that? <laughs> well, but like, well, they're in Florida. There's no rules down there. <laughs> but yeah, like at what age does it become not okay to kiss your siblings? I don't know, but in Florida, I mean, they're to like, make hey, out with them, any whatever. Age, okay, that, that is that is true. Yeah, but yeah. what if you're a one year old? You don't know any better. I feel like once you become an adult, you can't. I, I feel like once you're able to like, at least oh. think in full sentences, then it's like, all right, you gotta like now. You gotta stop making out with your brother. Yeah, yeah it's a hard habit to <laughs> kick. As no! long as you can like, yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> That's crazy. But it yeah. shows what people do for clout. Like it's insane. Yeah. That's what we had to do. I mean, it worked. We're talking about it. Yeah, what, what will you do, like, the farthest you would go to make 
food truck. What are you going to say? I don't even... Remember that idea we that you came up with, but then we didn't go through with it? Oh, for the EP release? Yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. But it's funny. Uh, so you ever see, um, like, those places where they wax, like, people, like, their hair? Yeah. yeah. I was saying, because I think it was Jackass or one of those shows mm-hmm. where they were, like, getting their ass cracks waxed. Mm-hmm. And I was saying we should lay on, like, those tables, like, the massage tables, and they'll put, like, a piece of, like, that paper between our ass like cracks three all three of us lined up other. and then we'll like say a message like you can't see anything really but you can see what's going on yeah. and we'll be like hi i'm john from food truck and i'd like to say we're releasing a new album and then she like rips Rip it, it and then or and maybe then she rips it first it's coming out blah 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 rip yeah. it's called blah 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 rip <laughs> would yeah. you commit to the waxing yeah of course oh, okay we just didn't but we only get one take so it's a little nerve wracking <laughs> yeah, well because we came up with the idea like a little bit too late like Oh yeah, we already were like gonna release the EP and like. But we were we were ready to do it. Yeah. Well, should we talk about our new stuff or? Yeah, how's it going with like recording stuff right now? Like with like new music you got and stuff like that. We right now we have five songs, and we're gonna try to write more. And our plan is to record remotely in December. We're going to upstate New York, and we have we have some people and stuff, and like have. A lot of it worked out. It's going to be five days. It's going to be December. We don't know exactly which days yet. And it's that whole idea of like recording. And it's not about like better equipment or worse equipment. It's just like being in a different headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and we can record anytime. The equipment will be set up in a way that we could record at two in the morning or two yeah. in the afternoon. And we're stuck when, there. And having the option there. to like record Are you just like for getting an Airbnb? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're renting an Airbnb and. I guess you can technically do whatever you want in Airbnb. Obviously, like, you know, within reason. So I don't think it matters. But the person that we're renting from is also a musician. So I think they're into it. And we're bringing Matt from Shards. So it's like we worked the thing out with him. And, you know, so. Where in New York? Upstate. Socrates. Socrates, yeah. Yeah. That's where Woodstock was, I think. Oh, really? It's right by Woodstock. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe like a 15 minute drive. Yeah. Are are you guys uh, fans of Rush at all? Definitely, yeah. I love uh, they're they, good, but same thing. I don't like classic rock. So. Yeah, so they they did it's that wrong, whole like um, actually. Yeah, they did the whole like go somewhere like like all by themselves for like a while to record an album. I oh, what album was it for? I think it was for the album Farewell to Kings. If you know that album at all, mm-hmm. um, they recorded. I don't remember where it was like in Vermont or something like that, or like oh, somewhere, so, yeah, somewhere not like, too up far, north. Yeah, that's but, Vermont's um, like right by upstate New York. Yeah, so they were like basically on a mountain range. And as, like, a room mic, they just, like, put it up in the mountain. They're, like, natural, like, full mountain reverb for that, that like, whole album. Yeah, we're going to try to do some experimental stuff. The one thing that's tough with that is, like, where do you get a cable that long? <laughs> we like, have time. <laughs> get, like, 200-foot cables and, like, connect them. Well, hey, we have time. Got... We do have a 100-foot speak-on cable. I have a 100-foot speak-on cable, so maybe some of that. But If you guys uh, want to connect with nature, upstate New York and... Want to go on a hike? You should hike uh, Whiteface Mountain. We just oh did my that. goodness! Yeah, we did that a couple weeks ago. Like last weekend, and he hasn't been able to walk all week from it. But yeah, it, it destroyed my calves. It was <laughs> it was bad. But yeah, it, upstate it, New York is really pretty. Yeah, we go we go every year. Oh really? That's the same spot, yeah. but we go around that area. Mountain area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've gone a couple times, uh, and it's like a band. Some of our friends do, but mostly just the three of us, yeah. like a one-year trip we do, right. and uh, it's just always an amazing experience. Like, it's always, 
like you you come back with stories you know of yeah. just like us just being stupid and like <laughs> just being a cat us in a cab in the middle of nowhere like yeah. you know nothing good's gonna come from that so it's like great it's fun yeah yeah speaking of stories do you guys have any most memorable moments of your trek that's a tough one yeah, I need to think on that for a second. Uh, I feel like I'm talking too much. So I'm like, <laughs> anything with like shows, like yeah, anything happened at shows or anything like that. I thought it was funny when you threw up on yourself. On, on <laughs> that oh, show. that was terrible. We played at Sokol's like two years ago, and <laughs> you ate you ate bad chicken. Oh, it was terrible. Like the, the the morning of. I'll break the story. And then like yeah. five minutes before we played our show, you went to the bathroom and threw up. Oh, it was. And terrible. you got it on your pants and on your shoes. Oh. And then yeah. you just show up and like literally, I'm on the drums and like we're about to play in like literally like thirty seconds. And you're like, I just threw up. And I looked and there's like far from <laughs> your pants. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it was funny for for everyone else, but yeah. me. Uh, so I worked that day, and it was when I was at the car wash. I worked, and then I. Don't know what time I got home, like five, and or maybe I worked till seven. I don't remember. But the show was later, like it was like eight or nine, maybe. And it was a show that we threw together. It was like a fundraising show. There was the wildfires in Australia, so we did like this mm. this cool fundraising. It went really well, and it was at Sokol's. And uh, I like got home, and it's before we, I moved out. So I lived with my mom in Easton, and she's amazing. And she just would always like get me food and stuff. And she had got me fried chicken that I like never finished. And so it's just leftovers, but it was like in there for a while. Mm. And I was like, there was nothing in the fridge. And I was like, oh, like, I'm going to eat this. And I had a, like, I remember eating it and be like, this doesn't taste good. And like, there was, once I got to the show, I was like, my whole stomach was upside down. And I remember just being like, you just sit like this and you're just like, oh, like, you know. And it was like, I had to make a decision. And we were the headliners. So like, for oh. the, for the next two hours, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, like. And I'm drinking beer, which make it, makes it so much worse. I don't know why I was doing that. Like, I should have just been drinking water. And then right before a set, I was like, I have a decision. It's either I throw up out there, like, on stage, or I just get it over with. So I went in the bathroom, and I want to put my finger in my mouth. I've never done that. But literally, as soon as my finger got past my teeth, it was like a grenade. Like, it was just like... Because I was like, I've never done this. Like, how far am I going to push my finger? And, and just body, the your, thought. Your body just, was just like, it's time. Yeah, just the thought of that. I was like, Ugh, And I just, and then I just missed the toilet. And we were wearing suits. For whatever reason, we were wearing yeah, we suits. Wore suit. So I just threw up all over this, like, $300 suit that didn't fit me anymore. I was, like, too fat for my suit. And so, like, there I am in this, like, tight suit with throw up on me. And I'm like, all right, we're going to play for the koalas. clean up the, like. Yeah, I tried to clean up, but I feel bad. I didn't have time. They were like, John, where are you? It was literally right before a set. I just puked. And then we played a pretty good set. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Oh, another good time was when we wore diapers at the Alternative Gallery. Oh, we thought it would be funny to wear diapers. I don't even know why. And then at our last song, we were like, diapers off. And we started throwing (laughs) throwing our diapers diapers into the crowd. crowd. (laughs) And we bought, bought like, a a box of, like, adult diapers. And I feel so, (laughs) like, there's this... We went Girl. to CBS. We went to CBS. Was it on top of your clothes? Yeah, yeah. No, it was on oh, top of our clothes. okay. I yeah. was another... Yeah, no, we weren't clothes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We went to CBS, and there was, like, this young girl working the counter. And then there we are, three idiots, and we're, like, just buying a giant box of diapers. Of adult diapers. 
And I was like, she probably thinks we're weird. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had extra diapers. So at the end, we were like, diapers for yeah, everyone. Everybody got we a diaper. Just we throwing threw diapers. diapers out. That was pretty good. Some people in the crowd put some diapers on. It was pretty cool. Right I, I uh, fell off the amp. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. In Reading, he yeah. almost broke his foot jumping on the amp. And then he was in crutches. That's what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, we used to do this thing where we, me and John would jump on top of our amps. <laughs> and, uh... The one time we were, like, we were in Reading, like you said, and um, I jumped on top of my amp, and it started to, like, shake back and forth, and uh, it ended up falling over, and I tumbled, and I fell, like, right onto my foot, and I thought, mm-hmm. like, I thought I broke my foot. Like, it was, like, so swollen, and somehow <laughs> I just played the rest of the show, but, like, I could feel, like, in my shoe, like, my foot was, like, fatter. Like, it, was, it was, like, like pulsating. It was, like, pulsating. And then I got home. Throbbing. Yeah. I got you, home you a couple hours planted, later. Man. Yeah. Oh, and he face-planted, too, yeah. yeah, yeah. He broke his Ooh. foot and face-planted. And apparently no one that. noticed. Yeah, no one we noticed. We asked, like, everybody. Nobody noticed. Yeah, I yeah. watched it happen. And I, I was watched like, it. Oh my but God. everybody, like, who was watching the show didn't see him Faceplant. Well, then yeah. you were. He was in crutches for the next. We had a show like the next day. Remember? Yeah. Square. Oh, we we had a bunch of shows. We had a show in West Reading around the same time, and he was in crutches. Oh yeah. And then we had a show in One Center. Well, they Square. gave you like a Opening boot the too. They that gave was, one of those like yeah. big boots that like you like pump up. Because it was like I didn't break it, but it was like something with like a muscle, so it got like super swollen for a while. That sucked. I remember getting home that night, and like I still lived with my mom at the time. And I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Like, this is like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even, like, take my shoe off. It was, like, so swollen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now I have a story. We got kicked out of a house show in Philly because our friend, like, freaked out. He had, like, some stuff going on. And, like, they, it's not that bad. And then they kicked, they kicked us out. And, like, we tried to, like, be like, well, can we come back? And they were like, no. <laughs> so. Were you playing there? We were going to play there, and we got interrupted. We were playing, like, one or two songs, and then they were like, oh. what's going on with your friend? And then, like, yeah, well, they kicked. Through set, just... Yeah, it was terrible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it was one of those. It was more like a medical thing. Oh. So it was like, oh. but, like, yeah, they weren't very nice about it. But then I look back at it, and I'm kind of like, yeah. I guess, what would we do? Because now we run a house venue, and, yeah. like, sometimes we have people that we don't know, and, like, if anything weird happens, we're always like... You have to, like, deal with it. You kind of have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And so, I feel for them now, in hindsight, but I remember at the time, like, they're assholes. Like, why would they do yeah. that? So, that was yeah, that yeah. was a crazy... So, we basically got kicked out for our friend, and, yeah, it is what it is. Everything's fine. Like, our friend's fine, but, like, it was just... A, it was a weird thing that just happened out of nowhere, yeah. and, yeah, we just got booted from the show, and it was, like... We've never been booted from a show like that. Like, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, they drive an hour to Philly, play two songs, and then they tell us we gotta leave. So yeah, and it sucks. sucks. And like I said, it was more so a medical thing, so it wasn't like... He didn't do it on purpose, but like, yeah. they weren't very understanding. I guess they tried to be at first, but... This yeah. happened recently um, at um, another Philly house show. Remember when we were playing at Caddy's house, and the drum throne, like, dropped and he got penetrated yeah i did <laughs> yeah i remember looking at him and he like he like messed up this fill and like it was like it was a fill that he would never mess up and i remember i like looked back and all of a sudden he's like a foot down yeah. <laughs> so <I> went, <laughs> <laughs> the seat like collapsed it, it was, was terrible. so funny scared the shit out oh, of me oh i got one more i i had just it was a semi new amp and it was like 
I didn't know there was like this mute button that just oh. mutes everything. <laughs> so in the middle of the set, I somehow bumped into it or something, and it muted everything. And like I was like, dude, I, I it won't play. And I was looking at my connections and like everything, and I was like, does anyone have a bass amp I can borrow? And then by the time the other band got the bass, it was this giant bass amp that had a wheel out. And then I was like, oh, I figured it out. And then in the microphone, I'm like. There's a mute button on my amp. I didn't know. And I was like, why did 15 I... 15 minutes later of silence. Yeah, it was like for 10 minutes we were just like, what's going on? And then... I know. I should have just been like, oh, I fig- I don't know what it was, but now it works. But of course I was like, there's a mute button. And I hit the mute button. There's nothing wrong. I just hit the button. That is weird that they have a mute button on it. It makes me so mad. It's like a Swedish company. It's uh, Dark Glass. And, or they're Finnish. They're from Finland. And uh, yeah, they make really cool stuff. But sometimes they have like really forward progressive ideas and it's like why would you put like a tiny button that's like almost unlabeled it's like a mystery button and it mutes everything oh so the fuck around find out button it is yeah yeah yeah. and i was just i have a huge board and so many other things and i'm like looking at each little thing like what is it and i was like it was this stupid fucking button that is pretty funny is that do you know if that company is it the ola ungland company what's that um there's like a he's a YouTuber Ola Ungland he like metal guitarist does like he'll do like amp tutorials he'll do like does me- he do metal bass? covers they only make bass gear they're like Mark bass they only make bass so, m- maybe it's not him then because I know he makes I think it's mainly for guitar but I think it might be like a little bit of both mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, know, I, I think he's like Swedish or Finnish or something like that so uh, that's why he I was definitely like, knows who him. they are yeah there's there's a couple big YouTubers that are sponsored or like test their gear they're pretty, yeah. they're getting up there now. So, they're expensive though. That's all I gotta say. Also, um, all these snacks here, you could you're feel free to have any if you're hungry or thirsty or anything. Like the water's for you. All the little snacks are oh, for you. So, you. thank you. So, um, what about your? You said you do basement shows yourself. Want to mm-hmm. talk a bit about that? What's that process like? You wanna? Sure. I don't wanna steal. It's time. awesome. So ever since we we moved in together in October, and so basically the reason we started a house menu is because like we said earlier, we got our start where we really started like picking up like you know like traction like locally was from playing Lehigh house parties. Then COVID happened and like totally just wiped out all of the house venues in the Lehigh area, and so when we finally got to moving in together um, in October, mm-hmm. like years later. We're like, we're going to start our own scene. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to build it back ourselves. Test the waters. Yeah. So, we, so yeah, the first month we moved in, we threw the first show, Halloween show. It went really good. Really great turnout. So, we do one every month now. Awesome. And it's been going really well. And it's changed a lot, too, because, like, the first show we did for free, and, like, a ton of people came out. And then we kind of decided, like, oh, maybe we should charge. Like, now we charge. It's only five bucks, but, like, we charge, like, a $5 cover to, like, pay the bands. And it, it ends up working out. Like, a lot of people come and, like, I've never been, I've honestly never probably been paid more from a house show than, like, when we play there. Our own show. Money, yeah. But it's like, we don't even play you know, every show, but yeah. I think, you know, people deserve to be compensated for mm-hmm. the music they're playing, and, like, you know, it takes a lot of work and time, so it's good to, and it's also, like, we just host shows, too, like, every other month we don't play, we just host a show and have other bands play, and it's cool, like, we've given bands, like, their start there, like, at our house, which, like, you know, our first show is a house show, so it's cool to pass it on to other people, too. That's sweet. Is the cleanup 
pretty bad afterwards. Actually, you'd be surprised. People are pretty respectful. Oh, really? We've had a couple shows where it, the cleanup kind of sucked, but, like, you know, it's still, like, a party where there's, like, maybe 100 people, so, like, it is, mm-hmm. you got to clean up. But most mm-hmm. of the time, we have three recycling bins, a big garbage can, and so people throw their stuff where they're supposed to put it, and I would say 90% of the time, people are pretty respectful. Like, pretty still, you can tell there was a party, but it seems like people really do, like, they they know it's our house and they respect us as as friends and as a band and it seems like they really do like try to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. We do find a lot of like uh, in our basement. There's a bunch of like rafters and we'll <laughs> yeah. find a bunch of like even like it'll be like months after a show we'll just find like some beer can like up in rafters. Yeah, like, I'm surprised it doesn't know. smell worse. Yeah. People love putting beer up. I think yeah. they do it because everyone's dancing around and then they forget or something. Well, they're probably getting pushed around so they gotta be like, oh shit. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so so far the damage to our house has been. The doorbell got broken off. The screen door in the backyard is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody poured a candle down our sink. That sucks. Yeah, somebody that weird. grabbed like, candle yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a candle burning, and then someone just went like that. Yeah, maybe it was an accident. I don't know. Like they knocked it. Uh, I doubt it. But I don't, I don't know. That's an accident. But, so then the the <clears throat> curtains in the bathroom got yanked down, and somebody threw them in our shower. I'm not sure why. Do you guys like lease or, you, or like? Oh, and the basement rent? flooded. Are you renting? That wasn't from there. Oh, that's like another. So uh, our friend Jack owns the house, and we, the country club we were talking about a while ago. Oh um, yeah, we worked. We, there, we right? worked with a bunch of our friends there actually. And that's how we met our good friend. Well, that's how I met our good friend Jack. Um, John went to school with him, but yeah, I knew him since like middle school. We're yeah. the same age. But he uh, he went to Lehigh, and he owns our our house and okay. rents out the other rooms to us. So. Yeah. So a little damage is okay. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It's been nothing too bad, so it's all just like minor stuff. Well, we've had 11 shows now, I think, right? Yeah. And so it, it, that's the worst thing that ever happened was a screen door and then like a doorbell. Mm-hmm. And like the doorbell still works. It's just someone who cracked the plastic, like the face, like the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what did you say? The window? The yeah. blinds or something? We got that back up. Yeah. And I don't know if we did. I thought we just threw it out. I don't, I don't even remember. I think it was like an extra thing. Like there's like the the window blinds, and then there's like it was like a little curtain thing. Oh, those like drapes or whatever. Yeah, it's drapes. Yeah. I think Did we I, throw those drapes. Yeah, out? I threw it out for oh. sure. <laughs> but eleven shows, and that's the worst right. thing that's happened. I think. Oh. Well, my brother and I had a little Halloween party at my house. Well, this is like two, three years ago, and um, in our basement, and. My brother's a musician, like, a bunch of his friends are musicians, so we had, uh, like, in our basement, we had, like, a jam space, um, and it's all carpeted, and my dad, like, um, he spent, like, a year redoing our basement and having it carpeted and all this stuff, and he was really proud of it. Like, he did it all himself. Then we had this party, uh, and we decided to make two, like, different punches, pretty much, like a red and a blue, you know? And everyone just got, like, blackout. Except for me, because I was like, I know my brother's going to get blackout drunk and I'm going to have to clean this up because my dad works nights. And so, like, he didn't know we were doing this. And so we were having a bunch of people over. And then he gets home at 6 in the morning. So I was like, okay, we got to clean up by 6. And then I, like, I don't know. I go upstairs and I come back down, like, after everyone left. And someone must have just, like, taken a bag of chips and crumpled it up and just threw it everywhere on the carpet. There was like teeny tiny little chips everywhere. And then there were just blue and red everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, 
Oh my Did god. Did you get it out? Somehow it it got to, it, like I was we have like a gray carpet so we were able to like scrub it to a point where it just looked darker, you know? It, it wasn't Did that ever bad. Know? No, my dad never found out until there was a few times like we had a par- party and a few of my brother's friends um have some problems when they get drunk. They just like to pee. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Awesome. They, uh, my what? My brother's they pee one on, friend. In the carpet? He is um. peed. He's like not allowed to drink at my house anymore because he's peed <laughs> three different times in our basement. He's peed on the couch one time. <laughs> he's peed on the floor and then just in the corner once. Oh, um, uh, the corner is just natural. As a man, you just hover towards corners when you have to pee. And so, my dad found out about those, and as you probably yeah, I'm sure you he know, had to be a detective to be like, "What is this stain on the carpet?" Happy about those, but um, yeah. So, do you have any pets? I'm saying he should just try to be like, "Oh, it's the dog." <laughs> you know, like, I mean, that's, that what I, that's what I would do. Well, man, there was super unrelated, but like kind of related. There was um. This one, I was, oh, I was like, <laughs> I have a couple of funny pee stories. So oh, I'll, I'll tell both yeah. of them. I'll tell both okay. of them. So I was, <laughs> I was pretty young for both of them. Um, so there was, like there was year. this one. <laughs> it was my one buddy at the time. It was like his birthday, and we he had like ten friends over. Yeah, and we we're hanging out, and um, in his house, like we all ended. He had like a huge U couch. And he's like, all right, we could all just sleep on the U couch. And we're like, okay. Oh, no. So, like, when I was younger, I had this really bad problem where, like, if I'm drinking, I have to, like, force myself to pee or I'm pissing my pants down. Ah, night. yeah. So, like, I go to bed. I'm like, I got to pee. But, like, I'll wake myself up if I got to pee. Uh, I woke up maybe, like, 6 in the morning, full bladder out on the couch. And there's, like, <laughs> there's, like 10 of my other friends on the couch. And I'm like, what? am I going to do? So, uh, me being like 11 years old, I'm like, you know what? He's got a dog. I'll just move my legs over and blame it on the dog. I'll be like, the pee is there. I'm here. Couldn't have been me. So, we wake up and I'm like, I think your dog peed next to me. And he's like, bro, what are you talking about? My dog has never peed in the house before. I'm like, I'm like, it must be a first. Like, the, you, I'm like, like something's wrong with your dog here. So, yeah, like he was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna forget about it. Figure out later. Like it was a fabric couch, so like the piece soaked in, and like I I peed like middle of the night, and like everybody woke up at like. 10 in the morning so it was there for hours <laughs> just soaking into the yeah just, just soaking into the couch and then turns out like a week later they had to throw out the entire U couch and buy a new one because <laughs> they they couldn't get it out <laughs> they were fucking bent over scrubbing your pee yeah. like it's it like, just won't come out uh, that, that was, how many times did you go over after that and you're like oh there's the new couch like, oh, I, haven't, I haven't talked to the, that kid since oh that was it yeah but um Damn. I mean rip I, I low-key, like, was happy he didn't talk to me because it was, like, I was really young, so, like, it wasn't, like... Oh, so you were, like, scared he might, like, tell other people or something? Well, or? that, and also, this kid, he was so annoying. Okay. Like, um... So you're like, I'm glad I peed on your couch? Yeah, like... You did right, on purpose. Right, <laughs> like, right when I became friends with this kid, he's like, oh, what's your phone number? I'm like, I'm 11, I don't have a phone number. So I'm like, you know what, here's my house phone number. And he's like, oh, it's like the exact same phone number except the very last number is like one lower than mine. 
She was like, I'll remember that. Called me every day after school. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, bro, stop it. He would call you every... Stop, we're going to pee on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he would call me every day, and I'm like, just, just say I'm not home. Oh, you tell your like, parents like, like my parents, like my siblings, like they would answer, and they're like, who is this? And, um... So you, out of spite, you had the last word. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, he's not going to call me anymore. So that that's the one story. Yeah, what's the other one? The other story... That was pretty good. That was good. The other story, um... It's actually with my neighbor who lives, like, a house down. Um, oh, no. At his house. This one, it, it was a tough one. Because it wasn't, like, ten people... He didn't have a dog at the time. It was like just him he and me. Blame it on... I couldn't blame it on anything. I couldn't. I couldn't have been like. I couldn't have been like, bro. You slept, walk, and peed on me. Uh, like, no. Like so. I was over his house. Kind of the same thing. Had a drink. I know I had to pee, and I was like, you know what? I'll just deal with it. And I, I was dealt... this before or after the couch one. This is after it. Oh, so you think you would have learned? I, I thought I would have learned, but at the same time, I, I was like thirteenth time, and I was like. I was like, like, you know what? Like, I'll just, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll yeah, just, well, you I'll, always I'll just think. say like, I'll yeah. wake up. It's like with your alarm. I'll, I'll, no, I'll just, I'll get yeah. up. Like, I'll, like, I'll just think in my head, like, I'll just wake up. I'll just, like, it's not going to happen again. Like, cause it already happened. Like, I'll just like think like, oh, if I'm peeing in my dream, wake up. <laughs> oh, so no. that didn't happen. I wake up maybe like three, four in the morning and he has like, a white carpet and there's like a huge dark spot where I peed <laughs> and I'm like like you know what I'm, I can't hide it so I got up at like it was like 3.30 in the morning 4 in the morning I got up and I just walked home <laughs> <laughs> I got up left his house walked home just and the funniest part was he never mentioned it he wasn't like he like bro where'd you go he, he was just like Okay, like, just didn't mention it. And the funniest part was he has, like, a house alarm. So if nobody, like, if the alarm goes off, it's, like, a silent alarm. If the alarm doesn't go, like, if um they don't, like, silence it, a cop will, like, show up to the house and, like, check on them. So I left the house, walked home, cops showed up, checked in the house, and they're like, they're like, like what happened? And, and they're like, like, we, we got no clue. <laughs> and then... The, they come he, in, they're like, oh, it looks like... Something's going on with your carpet. <laughs> Somebody broke your house and peed. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a piss spot and your friend's gone. What happened? But, um, yeah, that friend never mentioned it. And you're still, like, or you were just still friends after that? And like, Yeah, I'm, I'm still friends. I don't talk to him as much. because we just, it was yeah. that house right there? It was, like, it's not the house, like, right next to, like, a, at a like angle so like his house is like the corner house okay he has like five bmws in his driveway we need to go see it <laughs> is he still there <laughs> hey he still lives there wow like um so if, i wonder if he like remembers it like i don't know he probably does but it's probably one of those where it's like bro code I feel like peace yeah stories you don't forget like yeah peace stories yeah. like you don't forget it's a yeah, rare like, thing i actually have a pretty similar peace story to that all right let's hear it this is, <laughs> i don't know if i told you guys this one this is pretty good oh boy you know we know uh i'll just say their names i don't really care like Jared and Nate and Tyler Harka. Yeah, of course. The one time I was oh, saying, you over, did tell me this one. I was saying over. I was hanging out with this kid, uh, Jared. I was friends with, and um, we weren't drinking or anything. We were just like we were pretty young, probably like eleven or twelve. And uh, when you said drink, you meant just drinking like water or something. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't drinking. Oh, I was. Oh, I was like, like God damn. He's like drinking beers. He just meant <laughs> drinking liquids before bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Got you. Um, I was staying at this kid's house, and I woke up probably like at like six in the morning. 
and I didn't know where his bathroom was, and I was like, we were staying, we were sleeping in the basement, and I was like, dude, like, I have to pee so bad, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't, I don't know where the bathroom is, so I was kind of just, like, pacing back and forth, and I was like, dude, I don't know what I should do, maybe I should just walk home, like, but I don't want to be weird and just leave, because, like, I had stayed over, and I was hanging out with my friends, and then I just kept, like, pacing back and forth, and I was like, what am I gonna do? And then I just started, like, peeing, I was like, I guess I'm peeing now. So I went. Wait, was his basement finished? Yeah, there was a carpet, and I went. Like, I just kind of went in the corner of the room and just like peed in my pants, and like, it, like, it like dripped down and like got on the carpet, and I was like, I was like, it was similar to your story where I was like, dude, I think I just have to leave. I was like, I can't, I can't stay here oh after this. God. So I just, I just like walked home with like my fucking piss pants, my pissy pants. <laughs> John, tell him the best one. No, no, no. One involving Miles. No, we can't, can't do that. We can't that. do that. Come on. No, it's too bad. It's too bad. What if we leave out the names? <laughs> no, the names are I don't want to do that. <laughs> There's only one other person. Come on, please. No, 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 no it's no. too bad. We can't do that one. <laughs> don't look at it. Right. No, we're really uh, opening up here. Yeah. Well, I guess... We've come to the time where we talk about our favorite songs of the week. Oh shit, favorite songs. Of the week. So, who wants to start us off? I got a fucking Yeah, I, I got a Can I tell them the P story after we're off there? <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. All right, cool. Yeah, but some of like some of you're open to saying just don't want to be like out on the air that yeah, it's like You know my P story? I feel like that's so not just, you have one, a couple just one song. No, the we're one looking. not involving me peeing. I said you. I'm thinking the one that's like not pee, that's you. What? Where you pooped your pants? (laughs) 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 You know what's funnier than pee? Poop Poop is awesome. We love poop. I told you this story so many times. Okay, say it. Say no, it. We, we got. We got to get it. We got to no, get can't. it. No, I can't. Let's share our stories. <laughs> no, our songs. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go. I got. Um, I heard this one at work. No, <laughs> REO Speedwagon can't fight this feeling. It's so catchy. Oh, nice. I'm not even like I was making fun of classic rock, but this song. Is... Yeah, I was just like, like that's classic rock. <laughs> yeah, classic rock. That song got me in the feels. Ario Speedwagon, man. Arena rock. I don't have a specific song, but I have a band that I recently got really into. They're called Boy Harsher. It's like um, it's like goth dance music, kind of like low fi kind of new new wave, new wave, new wave, like but with like goth. I think it's like electronic body music is kind of what it's called. Mm -hmm. It's like dark dark synth kind of stuff. It's cool. What do you got? I've been kind of getting back into this. There's this Bob Dylan album, uh, Nashville Skyline, and it's like, it's really cool because he kind of like, um, he like cleaned up and like stopped smoking and he stopped like drinking, and his voice like, I think it's one of his best albums. Like, but like his vocal performance, I feel like mm-hmm. is like, the best on this album, and um, it's cool because he he did it in like he went to Nashville and had a bunch of like old like Nashville players like on it, and I don't know, I think they're it, he almost sounds like. Um, like Elvis, Elvis. Or well, that was his idea with yeah. the album. He was trying to pay homage to Elvis. 
but it's so, like Bob Dylan's my favorite. It's artist, really so. cool. Like I, I don't know. I just really like a lot of the songs on that. It album. is. It's. Yeah. I think it's number two for me yeah. on albums of Bob Dylan. So. You guys know Mom Jeans. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we oh, know them. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we know Mom Jeans. We met the singer. I know. Oh, you saw? Well, you told us that. Oh yeah. No, we, we met up when we were there. That's right. Oh yeah. But, I saw you also saw um Will. I don't want to say his last name. Is it Sioka? Oh, the singer for um, G- the, guitar player for um, the Hot Mulligan. No, 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 no. The, the guitarist of um, Mystic oh, Fool. Oh, Mystic yeah, Fool. Mystic Fool. Yeah, yeah, formerly known as the the Ito and the Ito Moonlight, Moonlight yeah, Hippies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you, do you guys know Just Friends? It's the basis of Mom Jeans's band. Yeah, other mm-hmm. band. we love yeah, Just Sam, Friends. Sam, Sam, uh, yeah, Wes. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, they. Open for Mom Jeans. Mom Jeans is like last tour. It was, they opened for him. But they just released a new symbol. What great. song? Jump. Jump? Okay. Just yeah, friends. I know they're. Just Friends just had friends. that other song, remember? Dude, I didn't know they put out a new single. They're going to they release an album. They just released a single. When, when two did the single come out? They're so good. Have you seen yeah. them live? No, I'd love to. They're oh, we like, know Sam. Literally, I, I didn't know who they were. They have the most energy I've ever seen on stage. And it's a huge band. There are so many of them. It's like on six stage. people. Yeah. yeah, they're going on tour again. I saw. So yeah, we're gonna we'll be I'm back gonna here in winter. Them. We should. Yeah, do they, yeah, they were awesome. I'm pen pals with Sam. Oh wait, Plus. no, we can't because it's on the day of our show. That's your what birthday. They're gonna be in Philly. We're like friends on Instagram Damn. and like talk all the time. But he's a bass player, so I always ask him for advice, and he's me advice, and then he's. Wait, you actually like talk to him? Yeah. Mom Jeans, Mom Jeans is my favorite band. Mom Jeans is my favorite band. Yeah, it's Mom Jeans, yeah. Bob Dylan, like Kendrick Lamar, and then maybe like Third Eye Blind. Those are like my, yeah. those are my four favorite artists but you ever. Know what I'm, so I'm kind of mad about the songs Mom Jeans are. Releasing. I don't like them. That much. No, they're like redoing them. all their songs. Yeah, release new but, music. I know, but it's like the same, but yeah. like kind of different. But I don't like the new versions of yeah. it. Yeah. So they grew on me. At first, I had the same outlook. And then I listened to each one again, and Clown is pretty good. I like Clown. And then the tie-dye one is really good. But it almost doesn't sound like Eric Butler singing. Like, it sounds like yeah, someone it else sound is singing. A little it sounds like someone else singing. But anyway, well, I, think, I think one of them is not him singing. Oh, it's somebody else? Yeah, I think so. I wonder so. who it is. You think it's, it's uh, I think uh, I feel Bart? Like it you think it's Bart? I feel like it's Graduating Life? I think, I think on their Instagram, they were like, this person. Bart sings this one, or Austin, the drummer, maybe? Have you checked out the other like projects that they have, like Graduating Life? Yeah, that's the guitar player Bart, the one who's like really skinny now. Uh-huh. He has a band called Graduating oh, Life. Really? Like, yeah. Oh no. I oh, you like Stinky Man? No. That's their best song. Stinky Man rocks. <laughs> it's got this really cool riff. <laughs> the synth riff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm a huge Mom Jeans fan, so yeah. I know about all the like the other projects and whatever. Yeah. About that one. They got one called <laughs> Loudmouth, which is really good. Yeah, that's but they're pretty small. That's Sam and Austin Bart? and Bart. Yeah, yeah, and then the other one, what's Snooze? the other one? Snooze, or which is, is Eric's that one project. Of their songs? That's no, that's that's Snooze is the Snooze project. Is the yes, Eric's project. Yeah, um, Tie Dye is a guy named Austin. That's the drummer singing. Oh. singing yeah, that's the drummer. I that's knew why. it was I know. something I was like, this different. doesn't sound like him. He's yeah. singing vocals. I knew, yeah. When they first started, that's who did all the harmonies, usually. Oh. When they had, like, mm-hmm. harmonies on Best Buds, yeah. it was Austin and Eric. So. Yeah, we got to meet Eric. We gave him a food truck sticker. Oh. Like, Gotta he move. liked it. Yeah, we, it was a Sopranos-themed sticker. I was talking about the Sopranos yeah, earlier. Yeah. We love the Sopranos. Yeah. He likes the Sopranos, too, Eric. He was Dude, like, oh, Austin, Austin like, was wearing a shirt, a Sopranos yeah, shirt. Yeah, the drummer was wearing a Sopranos shirt. 
so yeah he was it was cool to meet him you know because yeah. sometimes you don't know how like people are when they're mm. semi-famous or famous yeah. and like mm. he was really down to earth he just seems like like he's my brother <laughs> my brother's like in love with him like would date him even though my brother's very straight yeah um but like my brother is that the one that likes to pee uh, no, his friend his likes friend. to pee. Oh. Bro- yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he, like, got a mullet when Eric had a mullet and um, got his same guitar um, and, like, has his... Um, he just wants to be him. He literally wants to be him. And, Is like, he good I, at guitar? I, I, my brother? Yeah. He, he's, yeah, he's really good. good. He got his pedal board. I don't know if you've seen... He has, see, like, the exact pedal board? Or like similar. In, well, he has um, this pedal board. The helix. What is it called? Is that helix? What it is? Yeah. Yeah, and you, mom jeans is like, I don't really know how it works, but like you can program different. It's a full. It's a full it. digital pedal board, and it has like programmed effects into it. Uh, so he yeah. just copied what Eric well, has. Uh, Eric put it all into like the program, and was like, "This is all of the pedals we use for every single song." Oh, so he downloaded yeah, that, yeah, and now so. he has Eric's sound. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. He actually has his guitar. Yeah. Wow. Dang. We those are like those him. are like fucking sounds cool. three grand. They're not Fenders. It's like this yeah. small company out of California. My brother has like twenty guitars. Well, he's he's been doing this. Didn't since he just he was get like, the? You just said he got the guitar from the. Is it from the Tennessee or something? It's some custom shop. Yeah, it's a custom shop and in like, Tennessee when I saw or something. It, or maybe I was California. like, why would you spend that kind of money? Because it looks like it's beat Oh, the, it's road-worn. Yeah. It's purposely like... I know. And I was like, it's why only, would you spend but it's that money on that? Like, fucked up. But apparently it's a thing, so... Yeah, he just got the... Uh, was Slipknot. it S- Sid Wilson, not, I think? Is it? Sid Wilson. The guitar player of Slipknot. Yeah. So he likes mom jeans and then he likes Slipknot? Oh, my brother likes... All over the place? He yeah. likes... He started in a punk band locally when he was in high school. Schmegma. Schmegma, yeah. Nice. And then. That's a good name. <laughs> um, then he got into like pop punk, um, and he also likes. Well, no, he was a metalhead first, and now he's apparently starting this metal band, and I don't. I he's know. all over the place. You're but out there making stuff. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm also all over the place like that. Like, my very first band ever was. Um, like a thrash slash like death metal band and then from there I took a huge turn and went into a um, like funk psychedelic rock band and then (laughs) that actually helped a lot because that was like since it was so different I was like exploring completely different ways to go about like learn how to be in the pocket yeah I I went from like how to be fast and very technical to how could I sit in the pocket and like play like what is needed? Serve the song. Yeah. Funk is really fun on drums too. Yeah. Yeah. Same like, on bass. I have yeah. I have when it comes to like playing in general, like after I was in the funk band, like and also listening to a lot of funk music, like I've noticed that like funk has been a very, very heavy influence in how I play after that. Mm-hmm. And then um from there I was in a grunge cover band for like six years and then like, like so, Nirvana kinda or just all nineties or I mean, it was like Mainly grunge was like just like overall '90s music, like Alice in Chains, like Nirvana, um, Stone Temple, Stone Temple, like stuff Pearl like that. Jam. We did do like older stuff, like Zeppelin, like Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, like oh, Van Halen. My worst nightmare. No, <laughs> we did a bunch of like we were all over the place. We call ourselves a grunge band because like the that ma- was the, the majority of what we did. Of what you did, yeah. It was mainly like '90s, like grungy music, and we also did like a, a few songs that were like newer. We did a Harry Styles song. What song? Uh, Kiwi. 
Oh, off yeah. Off the first album. It's like, like a rock a song, song kind of. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He's a great songwriter. Yeah. And then, let's see. From there, from there, I actually went into airspace and like a little bit into airspace. I kind of turned that cover band into a side project where I'm writing my own like um, it's kind of like modern metal modern rock uh-huh. but it's like we wrote like half an EP and then went on a hiatus just because everybody, everybody got busy but yeah, um it's tough it's tough being in a band yeah because like every, everybody work. in the band is like going to college as well so it's like sometimes and, and you not get all that like, tough age yeah yeah it's like and not everybody's in college in state so it's like half the band is like going out like out of state for college like yeah I've seen that happen like a hundred times I've yeah. seen like girlfriends like people get serious with relationships and then you know they want to focus on that and then I've seen school and you know it's one of those where like life doesn't stop mm-hmm. but like luckily for us we're all like you know really into food truck and committed and like they still do school but like they do community college or they make time mm-hmm. and like I want to go to school I want to get certified in plumbing and so like I can do that online and like I won't get in the way you know, and it's like we kind of we we've been doing this so long that we always make sure like we have time and this and that for food truck, but it's hard. It's hard to find two other people, you know, besides yeah. yourself. It's hard to find people that have the same vision, yeah, and will make the same sacrifices. So with, with um plumbing, is that something you want to like do like long down the road as well? Yeah, with like music and stuff like that. Uh well, obviously, if music takes off, I'll retire <laughs> from plumbing. But um, I worked at a car wash for a long time, and I did a lot of maintenance. And I just I kind of got sick of dealing with people. Like I'm a really nice person, but like sometimes I feel like I can be a pushover. And I just got really sick of dealing with people at the car wash. And I became like a manager, so I had to deal with people. Mm-hmm. And every time something broke, I got excited. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I get, I get to go fix something. And then yeah. I thought I was like, "Well." There's careers, there's trades where I could just fix stuff all the time. That's all I do, and I get paid more. And then, so then I just applied to like a hundred places, and eventually someone gave me a chance, and then I was a helper, and now I'm an apprentice. And like, best fucking decision I ever made when it comes to my own like career choice. So I love That's it. awesome. Yeah, I love it, and I, I hope it's my career. I guess we'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. so far it's looking like you know I like it, and it pays enough, and you know. What about with you guys? Anything like that with you guys? Like so, like side career type of stuff? Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> He's going through it. Yeah. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah, I tried to get... So I went to school originally for audio production. I got my associate's degree. Um, terrible idea. Don't get an art degree. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a waste of your money. Um, no, I'm just bitter. But, um, but yeah, no, I wasn't able to find a job doing that. Um, so I'm thinking about going back to school, and I tried to go back to school this semester, but it didn't end up working out. So I'm probably gonna have to go back for spring. I want to try and get into the medical field. Like mm. I want, my, I think I want to be like an X X ray tech. Okay. Trying to get into that program, but even that's gonna be tough for me to get into. Sweet. Well, hey, my uncle, he um, like pretty much flunked out of high school, and then just he was a rock climber in Northern California lived in a van in Yosemite like for 10 years just pretty much not really like working odd jobs just to make it you know and then when he was like 35 I think he was like I kind of want to be go go to nursing school and then a few years into nursing school um now he's a ICU nurse so wow that's uh, cool yeah never too late exactly yeah. like yeah. you could like that's what I 
I try to tell myself because I'm always like, man, I got to like get a career and all this stuff right away. And I'm like, no, I could these next few years are like my mess up years. You know, I could just well, what do you guys do if I can ask? Um, I uh, am the youth program director at the Slate Belt YMCA. Okay. Cool. And I'm also going to school. I'm a senior at Kutztown doing sociology. So That's something. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I love my job. Yeah. And. Um, you're li- you're I, setting it up for something right, bigger. Right. So like. But yeah. Yeah. I'm a drum teacher at School of Rock. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I figured awesome. that. You were mentioning so, that before. Yeah, I graduated from there, and I was like, I, I just love the program, so I wanted to come back and teach there. That's awesome. And it helps you, too. You know, yeah. sometimes when you teach people stuff, you learn more <laughs> you yeah. yourself. Sometimes yeah, I, you I, take I, away a lot. Yeah, I found that out, like, just kind of, like, messing around one time, because um, one of my friends was um, kind of, like, joking, like, oh, I want to take drum lessons, and I was like, I'll give you free drum lessons, like, because, like, I mean... I play drums and like I'm not like teaching right now so like I'll just give you lessons and I gave her like lessons for like a few months and I was like I love this and also like it keeps my mind active with like how to like go about like because you don't act- think about it, so yeah, like, yeah yeah how are you so, with uh, sheet music I could I could fully read yeah, drum sheet music fluent in it. Yeah. yeah like to a point like I can't do like that like speed jazz stuff but like I could like look at it and like like Put it on the kit like, like immediately. Like yeah. I, I can sight read, mm-hmm. just not like super fast. But yeah. I, I can look at something and know exactly what, like how to play it. Yeah, that's how I started was drums, and so like I can read drum music mm-hmm. or sheet music for drums, like percussion. You know, like pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. Probably not that well anymore, but I was like fluent in it. And then I never I took theory, but I never like. I guess I was older. Like by the time I started taking theory, I was like sixteen, and like. It just wasn't the same. Like, I could pick up drums because I was, like, a sponge. when I started playing drums when I was 11. So I was, like, you know, I, it's like learning a language. But then I try to, like, read music, and, like, I still just do tabature. Like, I'm all self-taught. Like, guitar and bass, all self-taught. And I'm also, like, afraid that, like, it's going to change the way I think, which is naive. But, like, the way I write is how I write. And, like, I don't want to. Yeah. At this point, I'm, like, it's a little bit of laziness. But I'm just, like, kind of like how I write. Like, I don't want to change it. I don't want to hinder it, you know? Yeah. I feel like sometimes with that, like, if you're if you're already playing, or even if you're starting out, it's like, if you're playing something, and it might sound good to your ear, like, it, it could be like, oh, theory-wise, that doesn't work. You break the rules sometimes. Yeah. 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 But There's so many famous examples, too, yeah. of bands breaking yeah. chord progression rules where you're not supposed to go from this to that, but they do yeah. it anyway, and they make it work, yeah. and, like... Rage Against the Machine does that. There's also, like, going on the other side of the coin that you're saying, like, there's people that do know what they're doing and choose not, and choose to break the rules, like Miles Davis or someone like that. Well, yeah, I guess that's the power of knowing is, are you breaking the rules unintentionally or are you doing it intentionally? And if you're doing it intentionally, I guess, more power to you, I guess, but I don't know. I just feel like you make good music, make good music. There's so many bands. Like, Kurt Cobain definitely wasn't, couldn't read. Hey, you don't know that. You don't know uh, that. I definitely know that. He, he played power chords a lot of times. So he definitely couldn't read. Yeah, I think it's good to come at it from both angles. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, whatever sounds good, that's all that matters. Definitely. Yeah. What sounds good. All right. Do you guys want to shout out some? I never said my favorite song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> we, went, we went on so much about uh, Mom Jeans. But, um, <laughs> because we love Mom Jeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll, mine's just gonna be quick. Um, Lamb of God song called "Contractor," 
Just because I've been listening to it Lamb so... Lamb of God. That's awesome. Yeah, just because I've been listening to it so much because I'm uh, about to do a drum cover of it. I was listening to Lamb of God the other day. Like, their early, early stuff. Ooh, yeah. The early stuff is so good. Dude, they're on another level. The rhythms are so good. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's so fucking catchy. dope. They what, just were on another level. That's, when it comes you know. to playing drums, like, it's, like, right up my alley, like, um... Lamb of God. There's a few bands that are like that, like Lamb of God, Mashuga. Do you know Mashuga? Going to see him. Yeah, he's going to see him. You're gonna, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm so jealous. I, I love them. Why don't you go? It's December. I'm, I'm probably, 14th? probably busy it's or something. A <laughs> it's at Wind Creek, like the you casino. Look into it. I'll have to save the date and go. <laughs> we'll go together. Dude. I don't think it's too much. That would be right? awesome. That would be like awesome. It's like seventy three dollars. Okay. Look, 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 look. I, mean, I, I think it would be white. worth it to see Mashuga. It's yeah. Mashuga, Emotionless, and White, and what's Flames? In mm. Flames. I've seen yeah. In Flames before. They're they're amazing. Motionless and White. I've not seen them. I really like them. Did you play Bleed on drums? Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been working it, on it for like three years. When it when it comes when it comes to double kick, I'm I'm weird. Like I could play like like straight through like eighth notes or like sixteenth notes and stuff like that. But I'm horrible at doing it for like a long time. So like if it's like speed metal where it's like the entire song, it's like going crazy like that. Like, I could do it, but, like, I'll have to, like, really work at it to, like, yeah. keep up the stamina. You need a break or something. But with, like, crazy patterns, that's, like, my strong suit. Mm-hmm. So, like, bleed, like, I just have so much muscle memory of that, like, the hair-to-pattern, like, yeah. double hair-to-pattern, stuff like that. But, um, with things like that, and also Lamb of God, how it's, like, kind of, like, alternating, like, the... It's, like, patterns, like, like, stuff like that, where it's, like, kind of, like, alternating and, like, changing the foot pattern, like, it's, like kind of like galloping in certain spots and stuff like that like that's like my strong suit uh-huh. so like things like that I really like like to play so I feel like really comfortable playing it and it's just is that a new Lamb of God song or is that old um this album is from 2009 okay so it's like kind of like middle middle is their of the first album, album like 98 their first album their like OG OG album is put on Spotify you know yeah on Spotify yeah, they're, they're like original original album is on Spotify um that, it's under it's under a different name though. They're, because their original name was called Burn the Priest. Okay, I didn't know that. And I think that's their the original album name, but their the original album you're gonna find it under the title Burn the Priest instead of Lamb of God. I didn't know that. And they actually changed their name because they thought that the name Burn the Priest was too aggressive and they wouldn't get gigs because of that. So they changed it to Lamb of God and that doesn't sound as aggressive. Yeah, Lamb could, of God's a great name. It's a better yeah. name. Wait, does what it say how old it is though? I think it's ninety eight. Yeah, their the very first album '98, and then, then come on, then um, their first album as Lamb of God was 2000. Okay, but their like original original album was '98. I like their early shit. I like, I like all of their stuff. Yeah, he I, I feel like it's all pretty similar. They don't. Yeah, they haven't really strayed too far from their. Sound. Yeah, like like all their songs sound like yeah. like it's like their style wise. Like first album, like to the latest album, it's like you could tell it's like the same band. Same thing with Meshuggah. Yeah, they with Mashuga, they still do the same thing. It's, oh, I heard I was watching interviews on Mashuga, and it's so funny. They're like, oh, with this latest album, uh, the latest album is Immutable. That's what the name is. Um, they're like, oh, as we're getting older, we want to kind of relax with how we're like playing the music. We want to sit back and relax and enjoy it. And I'm like, dude, it's like the heaviest album you got. Like, <laughs> like what, are, what are you talking about? I, I saw that, read that too, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you mean you want to relax? It's like the only thing that's different is like you're not like playing like. For the entire thing, it's Dude, just it's straightforward. But like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, like, that's too nervous. that's too heavy for it's me. It's like months yeah. from now, but I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, like, I want I want to experience a Meshuggah show so badly. 
I just want to see a bald guy headbang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch the the drummer, dude. He's yeah. insane. I, I watched the yeah Thomas uh, Hack. Yeah, Hack like ha- Haka. How do you say his last name? He's got two A's. Are they Swedish or something? Hack. Like? Um, they're yeah, they're. Is it Swedish or Polish? I think it's Polish. There's some kind of European. I'll do it. Somebody get their phone out. I'm going Swedish. I I just I I think it's Polish because I know their name is Polish. Yeah, I just knew it was like Scandinavian, like North. Because Mashuga is Mashuga is the Polish word for crazy. Really? That's a yeah. Awesome I didn't word. know that. Yeah, I, whenever I like like get like into a band, I like deep dive on them. Like if it's a band I like, I know like everything about yeah, them. Yeah, I try to do that too. Like I was I on a corn like, kick for a minute. A corn? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I deep, love corn. I did a deep dive into their history, and I was like, dude, their first two albums are insane. First three yeah. are insane. They were so cool. No one tuned their guitars like that. Yeah. They were like the first band to do like drop B or whatever yeah. they play in. Like it's solo where it's like, you could barely hear the note, and you hear like the string like slapping around. And the bass like sounds insane. Every yeah. song, especially the early stuff where they probably didn't have access to nicer like equipment or something. Yeah. It's like, like, like you know Yeah, I mean? yeah. It sounds totally different later on, but... They played, I think it was B, and I don't think anybody yeah. was playing in B at that time, yeah. so it was pretty groundbreaking. Like, yeah. People don't realize yeah. now, like, they look, 2023, they just hear that, and like, yeah, you know, whatever, but it's like, dude, they were the first fucking people to do that. Man, like, there's, they invented there's singers, new metal to a degree, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's crazy. I think I've seen them the most out of, like, any band. I've seen them, like, five or six times. How are they? Amazing. Amazing every every yeah. time I've seen them, like, like, every time it's like, they always hit that same high point, like, they're always... Phenomenal. Yeah, Jonathan Davis seems yeah. like a really cool dude. His story, like he's such a good dude, but his story is so sad. Oh yeah, he had a fucked up life. Yeah, yeah. like um, he, like um, he had like uh, let's just say not good family members that like abused him in many different ways. Yeah, and then, so he has that song about yeah um daddy daddy yeah yeah that song is so fucked up it is but then um. His first wife was a heroin addict. She ended up killing herself. Yep. Second wife, killed same herself. thing. Yeah, that it, happened in 2016. That was yeah, a that was recent. Years ago. Yeah, that I was remember. recent. Like they were actually split up by that point. I think. Yeah, but it's still like I can't imagine the guilt. You know, like because it yeah. probably feels like it's somewhat his fault. Yeah, and the fact that he went through it twice. Yeah, it's a little like, suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think he's like a sad person, but he's trying to be positive. So yeah, it's like nothing but yeah. like respect to someone like that who had a hard life but you can tell he's constantly trying to be like a positive force you know so yeah. it's like you can't not like you ever watch an interview of him yeah he's the fucking coolest dude yeah whether you like his music or not it's like I yeah I, mean, I like the, that I think that's what really opened my eyes is I watched yeah. an interview and then I was like dude I gotta check out some of the early stuff and then I think from there I was like in love I was like this is awesome have you seen what he does to um write music on the road no He'll, he'll play Call of Duty until he's like losing and gets really mad and he's like all this emotion he's like now I'm gonna write music with that with that, with that in his head he's like, he's like fuck these online players I'm gonna write songs about I knew them. he was big on Call of Duty because he would play yeah. with his son or something when he was yeah. on the road they would like online we should try yeah. that it's pretty cool really mad. Yeah, like, that's it, not our style though <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they're, they're like new metal so like they need that well but. maybe I wanna write a new metal hey, song hey if you wanna do it by all means I'm just that's not me yeah. this, I'm, this I'm, song's I'm, called fuck the tryhards yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking writing sad songs here so <laughs> come on one song one angry song I mean you could write a sad song about like 
Losing Call of losing Duty. losing Call of Duty matches. Yeah. So you'd be sad that you're angry. And a lot of people would, would uh like understand it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll try. I'll try anything once. So maybe I'll do it. All right. Do you guys want to shout out what you got going on, and then we'll wrap up. Um, next Saturday we have a show at the Alternative Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. Apollo's Girl and Ben Lovell. Ben Lovell opening. Apollo's Girl and, and us. I think it's ten dollars to get in. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just saw the uh, the flyer for that one. Mm-hmm. Any like new music coming out? Any singles dropping? Not yet. Not yet. Like I said before, the the plan is to record remotely in in December, and right now we have five songs we're cooking that are like ninety nine percent done. Yeah, that are ninety nine percent done. But me and Miles are just like on a creative tear right now. We're just in like a really good spot, like in our lives and writing and emotionally, like like just a really good creative like point in our lives. Whether it's you know sad emotions or happy emotions it's just like we have a lot of emotion and ideas so like no writer's block yeah, you're in a bad spot emotionally so you write great music pretty much <laughs> and, like that's how it works you know so it's it's great and uh i'm i can't wait to see like how that goes and i think we will have like probably like 10 songs because we have till december yeah and we're just writing songs and seeing what's good and what's not and just like you know siphoning through you know so we did put out an ep just just a couple months ago too it's called Shift it's on every platform yeah I listened to that one when it first came out it was really good thank, thank you, you. yeah cool. definitely the best thing we've ever written yeah I think it's our most cohesive so yeah definitely the best thing like it, I think we're the most proud of that for sure yeah. to give that a listen if you like indie alternative rock kind of stuff alright alright thank you to wrap this up yeah thank you thanks for having us almost of the course. longest podcast but not quite. no sorry I mean with wait, ad, do with, you have with, one more P story alright with, with ads we never we know ads. Yeah. hey no. if you guys want to share the P story we can make no. it the longest no <laughs> once you turn the button off we'll tell you the P story okay. <laughs> but alright we're ready right yeah wait all right. don't <laughs> do it All right, guys. See everybody.